Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You know, I've been talking about earned media value for quite some time on this podcast. My friends at Eisenberg have just raised the bar on earned media benchmarks with their social index. Social Index now gives you globally earned media values across a growing list of six geographies for all your KPIs across the top seven social platforms, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. You can now visualize these values for deeper analysis, and they have a look-back window over two years of historical comparisons. Social Index is updated daily. Don't get stuck with old data. Over 1,000 companies have used the social index to understand the ROI of their social campaigns. And if you work with a social agency, you should demand they incorporate earned media values into your reports. Get your earned media value for social content. Visit earnedmediavalues.com slash Allen. Again, that's earnedmediavalues.com slash A-L-A-N. For all of us, it's about predicting where the consumer is going and getting half of it right. One of the things we want to do is create ads that don't suck. Embracing change creates great possibility. I'm Alan Hart, and this is Marketing Today. Today on the show, Marketing Today goes on the road. We were recently at the CMO Club 2018 Spring Innovation an inspiration summit, which was hosted April 18th and 19th at the Ritz-Carlton in Marina del Rey, California. CMO Club Summit events are action-packed two-day event. Lots of peer learning and conversations, breakouts, main stage sessions, all in a non-selling environment with CMOs and heads of marketing. During the summit this year, I was able to speak with six CMOs, Narissa Sardi, VP of Marketing at Medici, Chris Maloney, CMO at TaxSlayer, Stephen Handmaker, CMO of Assurance, Matt Singer, Head of Marketing at Jobbyte, and Alex Romanovich, CMO at Fink, as well as Stephanie Anderson, CMO of AI Media Group. What you'll hear today on the show is their compilation of insights from the summit, key challenges CMOs are facing, best advice they've received in their careers, where they go to for information, as well as some fun with one thing they love and one thing they hate. I hope you enjoy the show today, and thanks very much for listening. Okay, so... Why don't you just introduce yourself? Okay. Hi, I'm Narissa Sardi out of Austin, Texas. I work for a company called Medici Healthcare Tech. Very exciting, important place to be right now. And I'm the VP of marketing, head of marketing for this global company. Right. And so when you're not doing yoga or teaching yoga, you're a CMO. 
I am a CMO. Yes. <laughs> awesome. When I have time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to teach yoga. <laughs> so what do you think one of the top challenges for CMOs is today? I mean, there are so many, but I think one of the biggest ones is just keeping up with everything that's changing and evolving and making sure that you're aware and understanding all the new channels and the ways that you need to be able to reach you know, your customers. I think that's the hardest piece. And then as a Gen Xer, you know, it's even harder to keep up with technologies. Like I still am trying to figure out Snapchat, for example, but usually I try to make sure I'm using, you know, the technology and and the channels that everybody else is using so I can figure out and understand how it works. I'm still trying to figure out Snapchat too. I'm hoping my 10 year old daughter will help me figure that out. Right. I mean, the best thing I've found for it is it's a great way to tell my kids it's time for dinner. So at least I'm using it. Right. right. <laughs> well, we're here at the CMO Club Summit in Marina Del Rey. What's one key insight that you've had from the summit? There are a lot, but I think for me, it's really been and more of it's a reminder. But I think for me, the biggest insight is to remember to, and he was just talking about swinging for the fences, right? Is remember that you don't always have to ask for permission, right? And you really need to think big and broad and don't feel like you have to go ask first before you execute on something, you know, that you're not necessarily going to be able to tell until the end of your programs or campaigns that there's an outcome for. So I think that's really important. And so kind of switching gears a little bit, but is there been a piece of advice you've gotten in your career? you know, best piece of advice you've gotten? Yeah. And it's really simple. The best piece of advice I ever got was from a boss and he wasn't necessarily my favorite boss, but I'll never forget. He said, don't be afraid to ask the question, you know? So then it gets back to the advice we're getting at CMO club, which is, you know, what's the worst they're going to say, right? If you ask for something that you need, or you don't understand something or you're curious, so don't be afraid to ask. So I am sure I'm like this precocious, you know, <laughs> marketer. Cause I just constantly curious and asking questions. And so, but What's the worst that can happen? Right. They say, no, that's it. Be fearless. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, what's one of the best sources of information you go to today? That's uh, really interesting because I'm certainly a content consumer. Actually, I love Twitter, you know, because I am so busy and trying to get to yoga and raise two kids and be, you know, work in an early stage startup. So Twitter is amazing. It's kind of like the tip of the iceberg. So it's a great place to start and kind of in little you know, or derby sized pieces, kind of figure out what's going on in the world. And, and, but then you have to go in and dig deeper for stuff. So interestingly, you know, still news and publications and things that I haven't read a book in years because I don't have time, but you know, like fiction, right. but I certainly, you know, read a lot of news and very curious about, you know, the world and other industries in particular. Is there any Twitter accounts that you like better than others? Just curious. Yeah, that's a great question. You know, honestly, I love the, because I started out in design, right? Industrial design and product design. So I actually love the design Twitter handles and architecture and travel. And, but I can't say there's one that I'm like, oh, this is my favorite, but there's a lot of art that's mixed in with the news, right? That keeps me inspired and and, and dreaming. (laughs) We've been having fun, but let's have one more fun question. Yes. One thing you love and one thing you hate. Yes. The one thing I love about what I do is always different. It allows me to be that curious self that I am. And it's going to sound weird, but I'm actually really good at what I do. And I love that I get to do what I love and be good at what I do. <laughs> That's so, awesome. I know, how exciting is that? The one thing I kind of hate is that everybody's a marketer right? Yes. Everybody's a marketer and everybody knows and and we are, right? We're all consume so much marketing every day. And so in one way we are, but everybody thinks they know and they got it down and they have the right answer and they're, 
hugely subjective and you know so (laughs) one thing that drives me crazy i'm like i'm the expert i know i think it's the one thing that makes marketing so hard is it is a lot of times very subjective yeah it's not like counting where there's a right and a wrong answer right right (laughs) and you can't it's not like a chef or like you know it's like thanks chef right you can't like become or a lawyer or or a doctor right and i'm in healthcare and i laugh because i actually work very closely with doctors and sometimes i'm like you know i don't tell you how to doctor so you need to trust, you know, that I know what I'm, I'm talking about and um, come along. <laughs> so. I love that. I love that. Well, thanks for taking a couple minutes out of the summit for me. Oh, it's Appreciate my pleasure. It. It's completely my pleasure. Let's do this again. All right. Perfect. Well, Chris, you want to introduce yourself? Yes, of course. This is Chris Maloney. I am the chief marketing officer at TaxLayer based in Augusta, Georgia. We're here at the CMO Club Summit in Marina del Rey, California. What you think is one of the top challenges CMOs are facing today? You know, I think the number one challenge, and I've heard it in a few sessions, is that you have a lot of marketing that's very measurable, search marketing and digital marketing, where you can get really precise about customer acquisition metrics and what's working and what's not working. And then when you try to apply that same philosophy, or your CEO does, which is very common, to traditional marketing, you know, TV, radio, print, you can't do it. And so you start to lose faith in the ability to invest in your brand, but you know that brand investment is important. So it's a delicate balance. It's a dance between measurable and not measurable. And how do you decide when to roll the dice and bet your money on investing in brand, even though you can't measure it as well as other things? I think that's where we are in terms of the divergence of marketing right now. That's true. I've heard a lot of people talking about that. Any key insight you've taken away from the summit so far? So John Costello, who was uh, chief marketing officer at Duncan for a number of years, he said something that really kind of blew me away. He said in the first 20 years of his career, he acquired very specific marketing skills, talent and understanding of the details. And over the last 10 to 20 years, he said it's all about simplification. How do you take these really deep insights and ultimately simplify it for the broader audience inside your organization so that they can carry out the brand mission? And that was really impactful to me because I think sometimes as marketers, we get into the weeds. And he reminded us that to be a true leader, you have to back up and think about your mission and your purpose and making sure everybody understands that and repeat it as often as you have to. So I thought that was brilliant. I think that's really good advice too. Best piece of advice you've ever received, maybe in your career? Sure. So I worked for a CEO name of Mark Shipley, and this is when I was running uh, customer loyalty programs for about a hundred different companies. And I recall him saying to me one day, you will be judged by the last person you hire. So hire good people. (laughs) And from that moment forward, I've put an incredible premium on hiring top talent, being rigorous in my interviews, and literally thinking to myself, if I had to be judged in what I'm doing based on the last person I hired, how would I feel about it? And that has changed my outlook on talent and hiring and talent development since that day. And I think it's been very impactful to me. That's great. What's a good source of information or your best source you go to? Well, you know, we're all sort of information junkies and we probably all have a hundred websites that we go to. I would say that, you know, you have your specific industry publishers that you follow because they're talking about your specific information. I mean, this is true. I mean, Pete did not prompt me to say this. The most insightful week of my year is the CMO Club Summit, just talking to people who have the same challenges and everybody opens up. So the summit is number one. I would say after that, I think, you know, ad week, I've read some stuff that was really compelling in terms of 
brand mission and purpose that helped me to reframe the conversation. And that's probably the one I read most frequently. Okay. And so a little fun here at the end, one thing you love and one thing you hate, you can go in any direction. And this is cable, so you can literally go in any direction. Well, I'm a huge <laughs> rock and roll fan. I think, as everybody knows, I talk about it too much here at the Summit, and I love music, and we had some incredible, brilliant rock and roll musicians last night. And I think when you think about rock and roll, you think about where you heard the song and what you were doing and the emotions and the moment in time that music captures. And I think as marketers, the thing I love is when marketing captures that same level of emotion, whether it's through music or through entertainment. And Pete brings that together so well here at the summit. And I think that's the thing I love most about marketing. The thing I hate. Yeah. What do I hate? You know what I hate is I hate the fact that senior leaders say, create something viral. <laughs> Let's create a viral <laughs> sensation. I have a couple of executives who told me that over the last 10 years and said, what we really need is something really viral. Go create it. And that's like, you know, creating a rainbow or a unicorn. Right. Like, it's hard to do. You can, you can do great content and hope that something cool happens. But, you know, creating a viral sensation is hard to do. And that the assumption that we as marketers have some magic potion right. that creates viral videos is just not true. So I hate that. So maybe we can X that word out from our vocabulary. We'll take it out of our vocabulary. Love it. Thank you so much, Chris. And another thing I love is this place that you and I went to in Atlanta, Georgia, <laughs> called right. Johnny's Hideaway. That's true. It captures music and a moment in time. The place hasn't had an update of any kind in 30 years. And you and I went in there and just watched it. It was like a flashback in time. It really was like stepping back into the 80s slash 90s. Yeah. It was, it was like we were on a movie set. We had our 15 <laughs> minutes of fame and now we're, we're back to reality. But thanks, Alan. Thank you, Chris. Steven, welcome. Thank you. You want to introduce yourself? Sure. Steven Handmaker. I'm the chief marketing officer with Assurance. Great. So we're here at the CMO Club Summit in Marina del Rey, California. What do you think the top challenge for CMOs are today? Well, the subject that's come up quite a bit here, and I say it resonated with me, has been the area of focus. And that in a crazy way, there's so much wonderful, be it technology, opportunity, there's so much information being thrown at that marketing leaders today, it's hard to simply rein it in and focus on the one or two key areas that are going to make the biggest impact for you. The age-old riddle of do a little bit of everything or uh, and fail maybe at a bunch of it or do a couple things and do it really well. And I would say that that really resonates for me. All right. I, I know it's, I can't remember who said this, but they were talking about setting aside, say, 20% of your time to try to try to reflect. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what's so needed. And of course, like all marketing leaders, you know, we wrestle with, like all marketing leaders, we wrestle with the area of spending amount of time doing, spending amount of time leading, spending amount of time managing other folks. But that area of reflection is so, so key. Is there a, a key insight that stands out from the summit so far? Well, early on, and it was killing me that I can't, I didn't write down who said it, but somebody used the phrase, a thank you economy. And I suppose that's really been something that I've been thinking about as these sessions have gone on, asking that question that are our customers who we thank in many unique and creative ways, are we thanking them in ways that invest them in our success? And I think there are unique ways to do that so that they not only want to champion you, but stay with you, feel encouraged by your success. I think I can just sitting here think of a number of ways that we're missing that boat, that we can do a better job. I'm anxious to get to that when I get back. Good, good. So what's the best piece of advice you've ever received, do you think? 
when it comes to advice, I typically assume Bruce Springsteen is talking to me <laughs> in terms of advice. And, I knew uh, that was coming. He did you? I yeah. kind of knew Bruce well, was going to make it into this interview. Bruce always makes it into an interview. <laughs> I have written down, so here's the thing, I've written down at my desk uh, my favorite Springsteen quote, and it's not from a song, but it's actually from something that he sort of famously used to say in concerts before he would play Born to Run, and that was that nobody wins unless everybody wins. Mm. And in terms of advice, I think that is something of a, a bit of mantra that I do follow. I, I like that idea that it, you need a collective. You need a collective. You need everybody to have that win. And whether that's a win-win from a client standpoint, a win-win from a business standpoint, from a team standpoint, that's certainly the big thing. But I will throw this in. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The one great advice that I got from a manager early on in my career that does stick with me is the idea that when a failure in business occurs, when something doesn't quite have the result you intend, it's often too easy to blame the person carrying the ball at the end as opposed to really trying to think back and look at the whole process that led up to that, what ultimately might feel mm. like a last bit of failure. And so never to hold that maybe one person as accountable as would seem often happens in a knee-jerk reaction and look back at all the steps that led up to that to really re-examine it. I, right. I suppose that's the advice that I think of often. Okay. Well, we're bombarded by information. So I'm curious, do you have a, a go-to information source or best source for information for you these days? Well, being here, I, I feel I'm probably supposed to say the CMO Club <laughs> app. And I actually, that is something that I do use. I've really taken to as I'm sure most of us have, I've taken to Twitter over the last several years in that I can customize all the various thought leaders and people that I do follow and have a way of synthesizing that bit of information. But more often than not, lately, in terms of where do I go for information, I can't go to more written information. I have enough of it. So I am relying on my peer group. I find more benefit now to to the dinners and the social interactions that I have in years. And maybe it's just because I'm so... I'm such a wash in the rest of it right. that I really value the peer group. Sounds great. So one fun question here. One thing you love, one thing you hate. Well, I won't give you my Springsteen here, but here's what I do love. I do love, I still feel the greatest revolution of my entire lifetime is, is the notion of digital music. I'm somebody who cannot believe in my wildest dreams that digital music, like my entire album collection fits in my pocket. I think that's just genius and it carries me, provides inspiration for me. But the other thing that I hate, 
I hate lack of enthusiasm. I like that. Yeah. I really, I kind of believe anything you do and you do successfully, whatever the project, whatever the task that you need to have some energy and approach it. And there are those folks perhaps that you run into that always wane into something without enthusiasm and it frustrating to oh, me. It, it can suck the life it out does. of an organization. It really, too. <laughs> really does. And you know, why be there? Don't, go do something else, anything right. else. If you can't be enthusiastic, you really should find something that would make you enthusiastic and go do that, please. Right, right. Well, thank you so much, Stephen. All right, buddy. My name is Matt Singer. I'm the uh, head of marketing at JobBite. We're a recruiting software platform. Great. And what are we've been talking about challenges at the summit here. What's one of the top challenges for CMOs today in your mind? I think that, you know, staying connected to the customers is a big one, especially on the business to business side, because we've got so many folks trying to get the attention of the customers from customer support and product, executives, finance. And I think we tend to kind of get into that mode of uh, short term tactical execution and some of the long term pieces of the business that get overlooked are you know numerous, but I think customers is one of the biggest ones for us. That's great. We've been at the summit for a couple of days now. What's one key insight you're taking away? You know, there's been so many. It's been a great event. I think the biggest one for me is around the product piece of things and that reinforcement that marketing needs to sort of reassert itself within the product development cycles. It's one of the four P's of marketing, but it's not really in our wheelhouse the way it was, you know, 15 or 20 years ago, at least on the B2B side. So that's kind of a resolution for me going back because I think it's something we struggle with as an organization. I'm hoping to bring that back and make that a focus for myself and and my team in the coming months. That's great. Any piece of advice you've gotten or best piece of advice you've gotten in your career? Anything stand out? I think, you know, one of the big ones, and people have spoken about it here, which is just, you know, stay in the course, really believing in the purpose and mission that you're on at an organization. So when you come in, not just in work, but in life, but, you know, as it relates to our work as CMOs is coming in there, understanding what the mission of the organization is and how marketing is going to align with that. And then sticking to that and not letting the short-term execution and sort of the margins and hitting the quarter get in the way of that long-term vision. And that there's so much information coming at us today. What's your go-to source for information? Learn or... Yeah, I mean, on a tactical level, I think it's things like the places. So from a digital perspective, it's where my buyers spend their time. So understanding for us, for example, it's recruiters and HR professionals. So knowing where they hang out online and understanding the content that interests them and trying to engage in that process. Offline, I'm a huge reader. I'm a big believer, you know, readers are leaders and these numbers you see in terms of what an individual contributor reads in a year versus an executive, the numbers are pretty staggering. So I'm a big believer in in offline reading. And then the customers, which was kind of something that we talked about earlier and just really staying close to your customers because they're the best source of information as a business, I think, to understand what you're doing well, where to double down and where you need to course correct. I love it. So one fun question here. One thing you love and one thing you hate. You can do it. Go anywhere you want with that one. Wow. Okay. (laughs) I love authenticity. I don't have really strong political views. And so I'm not one to tend to, you know, bias a person based on what they believe, but meeting people where you really feel that authenticity and know that they have a position and they're passionate about it and they truly believe in it. When that authenticity comes through, it's rare and and amazing. And man, things I hate, I don't know. I mean, it's like texting while driving, (laughs) 
people that talk on the phone during lunch and other sort of weird pet peeves. But I mean, I guess the, a bigger thing would be the opposite of that, which is just inauthenticity. And as you get into bigger and bigger leadership positions, you have to be worried about what people's motivations are in the relationships that you're forming. So I think that would be one that in recent years has become a bigger concern and, and peeve for me. So, well, thank you so much. Alex, why don't you introduce yourself? Hello, thank you. Alex Romanovich. I'm um, a chief marketing officer of a company called Think Health, which is a Japanese digital health company we're trying to bring to the United States. And I also own an agency called Social To Be for the past 11 years, and I've been a proud member of the CMO Club for about the same time. You have the first in dinner invite. Is that yes, right? I recently <laughs> faxed uh, Pete Kranick, the founder of the club, the um, one of the first invites from 2007. Yes, it was a very memorable dinner. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So we've been talking about a lot of challenges around here. What do you think is one of the top CMO challenges today? It's a very interesting question. I think one of the top challenges for the CMOs today continues to be the ability to comprehend all of the different technologies and really apply all of them to the multitude of responsibilities that CMOs have today. I think that challenge continues to, to persist until CMOs perhaps have the budget or have the courage to hire more technical resources and to uh, negotiate with their technical counterparts and the um, stakeholders their responsibilities for leadership within technology discipline. Yep, yep, I would definitely agree. What's one key insight you're taking away from the summit this year? Well, I think, you know, the club is continues to grow very nicely. You see new faces on the regular basis. I think one of the key insights here is that peer communications is extremely important. I think that's how we learn from each other. Number one and number two, I'm just amazed at how much diversity we have now, in, not just in terms of technologies and in terms of responsibilities, but also in terms of what CMOs are doing, you know, how they're leveraging different channels and different ways that they can promote their brand and engage with their audiences and so forth. So I think the one key insight is to continue to explore, is to continue to communicate, to drive the passion and to be as diverse as possible. Like it. What's one, maybe the best piece of advice you've gotten in your career? I'll be honest with you, with all the complexities that we have today facing CMOs, the best piece of advice I've received a long time ago is to simplify. Try to simplify, try to make it very succinct. Try to say it in the New York minute. And you know, I'm from New York and if you catch somebody in the elevator, you know, half a minute to one minute. You have to really simplify your message so the brand message is very clear to your audience and your uh, and to your partners. And then, uh, you know, your life becomes uh, much better. You can uh, concentrate on a lot, a lot more, you know, on other interesting things and the quality related things as your brand and as your team. Where do you go for insight or sources of information today? A lot to choose from, for sure. A lot to choose from. There's so many different sources of information out there. I still would say that your peer groups, your peers, your friends, by the time you reach your career to where you and I are, Alan, we tend to uh, gravitate towards groups like CMO Club. And uh, obviously, what's great about the CMO Club is that not only we can call each other or email and so forth, but there's a, you know, they have a really great app where you can look for advice, you can ask your peers, you can do a small focus group and so forth. I love it. Love it. So one fun question here. What's one thing you love and one thing you hate? One thing I love is that we continue to innovate, everybody, and that we continue to learn from each other. And this is a never-ending type of a train. Hate is a strong word. I'm not sure if I you know, <laughs> will use the word hate, but with the plethora of innovation and different things that are happening with CMOs and marketers and so forth, one thing I 
don't appreciate sometimes is too much self-promotion, right? Mm -hmm. People that may not have walked the walk and experienced what we're experiencing in the club and, you know, and so forth. And, and basically self-promoting, creating, you know, make-believe expertise and, and talking about something that's very trivial and something that's very basic. But again, I, hate is not a good word. It's something that's, you it's know, annoyance. yeah, it's annoyance. It's something I'm weary of and, you know, and so forth. Well, thank you so much for sitting down with me. Thank you, Alan. Well, Stephanie, introduce yourself if you wouldn't mind. Yes, I'm Stephanie Anderson, and I am the Chief Marketing and Strategy Officer for AI Media Group. All right. We're here at the CMO Club Summit. What's one of the top challenges CMOs are facing today? It sounds like it, based on all the conversations to me, that we're just kind of included in everything. So I think one of the biggest challenges is going to be to determine how to prioritize that and decide, you know, what do I do? What don't I do? And then making sure that you're seeing in a positive light at the leadership table as you do that, because I think there could be some challenges there. Okay. And we've been here a couple of days. What's one of the key insights you've taken away? Less is more is maybe the you know, summary for me. It seems to be a theme. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. I think that less and more and allowing us to focus yes. on the important things. Yes, yes, yeah. definitely focus. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received? It's funny, I was just thinking about this because of our panel, but a long time ago, and I mean early in my career, my first big job with AT&T, the general manager said to me, and he was an African-American man who had a degree in English. So he read all of our proposals in our branch. Anybody that was submitting anything to a client and he was reading it. And he said, just remember, you can be successful and still wear pearls. And I thought, <laughs> what a great way of saying diversity matters. Yeah. And it's okay to be who you are. And you don't have to change into the people you see around you. That's fantastic yeah. advice. Yeah. What's the best source of information you go to today? There's so much out uh, there. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, you know, obviously, I do use the CMO Club app, which I will just say I would encourage everyone to do. I think that there's some powerful online tools, but I actually am a age-old Wall Street Journal reader, yeah. cover to cover on the train. And mm -hmm. I, you know, I have the time to do that. And I just like it for me visually. It's easier mm -hmm. to kind of consume a lot of information in a short amount of time. I can look at companies we're working with and seeing, you know, you, if they're on the left-hand rail of the Wall Street <laughs> Journal, it it's may news, not be good. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it may not be good news. So you need to know these things. So that's how I keep informed. No, that's one of my go-tos as well. And so one fun thing here, what's one thing you love and one thing you hate or dislike strongly? Well, I mean, should you say family? I mean, that's an obvious one, but well, yeah. me personally, I mean, I love music. You know, I'm a piano player, singer, whatever, songwriter in secret. <laughs> <laughs> you playing the lounge club, the lounge yeah, circuit. I'll be doing the lounge later. <laughs> and hate. I hate complaining. People that complain that are negative. I am such, you know, borderline Pollyanna, half full kind of person, always looking at the bright side. We were talking at the lunch about how someone said they were afraid to go on driving around the Amalfi Coast because they were afraid that they were going to wreck and die. And I said, yeah, but what a great way to go. You know, like, <laughs> you're going to go. That What a story that is. <laughs> well, I drove off the cliff in, in Italy. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, thank you so much for sitting down and spending a little time. You're welcome. Thank, thank you, you for asking. Marketing Today is brought to you by Atomic. Atomic focuses on unleashing the growth potential for clients we serve. Atomic is a strategic consultancy specializing in business, marketing, brand, and innovation. Our singular goal is to help you accelerate your efforts with the right mix of expertise, analysis, and creativity. Check us out at atomic.com.
A-T-O-M-C-K.com. Hi, it's Alan again. Marketing Today was created and produced by me with writing and editing by Kevin Greeley, social media support by Megan Woods, art and graphic design by Sarah Dell. If you're new to Marketing Today, please feel free to write us a review on iTunes or your favorite listening platform. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends and colleagues about the show. I love to hear from listeners and you can contact me at marketingtodaypodcast.com. There you'll also find complete show notes with links to anything we talk about on any episode. You can also search our archives. I'm Alan Hart, and this is Marketing Today. Today.